We are now joined in studio by Mr. Jurassi, where we're going to get all the answers to your questions. Mr. Jurassi, is there going to be some difficulty in returning to school? Um, little kids are going to find it difficult because they're going to have to come to school with masks. Um, and, and people want to know, you know, it's not comfortable. It's not nice. Uh, as Red Hill, I'd love to say don't have the masks on, but it's mandated by government. So all of a sudden we're going to be taking a Red Hill school that allows students to, to, to do more or less what they want, have the freedom to come and go as they please. We've always been a school like that. And all of a sudden it's going to, in, in certain ways, resemble, you know, um, um, almost like a, a military base um, instead of what we would love to be as a school. But if we don't work in terms of precision and work according to the rules and the regulations, within three or four weeks, we'll be closing the school again. And none of us want that. So we're going to have to learn that when we socialize, we're going to be sitting down at break. We're going to be sitting on the dots that are on the field, because there's a whole lot of dots on the field now. And that will make sure that we're apart from one another and we will just talk to one another instead of hugging each other and doing those kind of things. Um, we're going to get used to the fact that we're not going to have a whole lot of kids on campus at the same time. At times, mm. it's going to look like a little bit of a ghost town because of the limited amount of students that are on campus. Um, we're going to have to learn to become incredibly courteous to one another. We're going to have to look out when people are walking, not to bump into people. Those things have to be done. But that doesn't mean that within the classroom, those special relationships between our teachers and our students are not going to continue. Those special relationships will continue. Um, we will, you know, I've spoken a lot about kindness and patience and care. These are the things that are going to be, that, that we're going to have to concentrate on more than we ever had have before. Mm. So we will operate more in terms of a military style, in terms of our operations, but we'll become even kinder and more patient and more loving to each other as human beings on our campus. So you said there's going to be dots on the field, and, and, and I can see that working for high school, but for prep school where, I mean, the idea is to run around and play, is that going to be controlled? Are, people going, are the teachers going to be enforcing that students are not on top of each other and, and playing physically, you know? Yeah, so teachers will definitely play a large part in monitoring um, the social distancing. Also, our uh, sports staff have been fully trained to become almost health and safety officers. They will be around all the time to make sure that students adhere to um, what needs to take place in terms of social distancing. That's really, really important. Um, so all of those plans are in place. And again, I'm just asking people to listen to those rules and regulations they're not what we want but they are what we have to we have to have okay so i, I wanted to start with asking about the sunny tunnel um obviously that was promoted in the video that was sent out to the parents why was the decision made to remove the the tunnel okay so when you are trying to organize a return to school um i was also on a radio station yesterday you know are you ready i said you know, it, it, it took us six weeks to get ready. We knew as soon as the lockdown happened that we were coming back to school and then we'd have to prepare. Now, obviously, when you're preparing, you're preparing for everything that could happen, right? Right from the absolute sanitization of or the sanitizing of the entire campus or the deep clean that took place all the way through to the masks. And one of the one of the areas was also the sani tunnels. Now, um, the people that do a lot of, uh, well, that work with us as our partners, 
Uh, they had the Sani tunnels and they said, would you like to try them? And we said, sure, they would be great. Um, but um, um, but um, we would need to make sure that we had all of the uh, certification to make sure that the chemicals that were being used were 100% safe. However, you know what parents are like um, in terms of a crisis and, and absolutely I'd be the same way. As we got closer to the deadline, they wanted to know what was going to happen. We would, didn't want to send out tons of information. So we added in that we would have the sandy tunnels. Um, but by the time we got to a week before we were going to be using them, we had still not got the certification to show that the chemicals that were being used in the sandy tunnel had been 100% um, examined and had been peer reviewed and had been um, used before in terms of making sure that they were 100% safe for human beings. Okay. I see Josh is very excited about something that's happening. Um, <laughs> I hope it's good news, Josh. I'm just watching him on my screen. Um, so we also then had parents who contacted us with their concerns. Now, what did we do immediately when that happened is we immediately held discussions with some uh, with parents of ours, especially parents that are involved in the, the world of medicine. Mm -hmm. Right. And we had probably a whole lot of uh, meets um, with the people that had come up with the different chemicals. We spoke to them. Um, there were incredible conversations that we had. When we came to the end of it, we as a school decided that while we did not feel that there would be damage done to students or that there would be harm, we could not prove 100% without any um, issue that this would be the case. And we were not going to risk anybody uh, getting an asthma or a skin allergy because of the chemicals. And we just thought that uh, this was a third or a fourth layer on what we were doing. And we decided to actually pull the tunnels until there was more research um, on the safety of these tunnels. And speaking to the, the, the initial layers of, of protection, the chemicals that will be used to be cleaning the classroom and hand sanitizer, I, I assume that we can be rest assured that those have been tested and those are 100% safe. Yeah. So the strong chemicals that we used, we used approximately two weeks ago. That is when you do a deep cleanse. Now, yes, those are very strong chemicals because the point of that is to make sure that you kill off any virus or bacteria in your school. So they are strong, but that's why we did it two weeks ago before any students were on campus. The cleaning material that is being used at the moment is obviously tested and um, it will only be put on surfaces. And remember, it will be done early on. By the time students come in, there you know there won't be any of that that liquid anywhere on any of the surface uh, on, the, on the surfaces, um, and students will be one hundred percent safe. Um, we are in no doubt about. Okay, um, moving on now. Uh, we've we've gotten so many requests for this, um, but but and I and I assume and I, from what I have read, the decision has been taken to um, ask students to wear uniform. However, many parents have said that they are worried um, because obviously it's in a time of financial crisis for many parents. That if you know, would would they, would you be able to appeal a decision for civvies to be worn because parents may not be able to go to McCulloch and Bothwell to purchase um, schooling uh, attire uh, and so forth? 
Okay, so we looked at that very carefully, and what we have given into is we're going to allow students to wear uh, tracksuits, so they can wear the school tracksuit. Uh, no problem with that. Um, through the RPA, um, the RPA is also going to open up the secondhand store, so that if there are parents who have come upon difficult times or you know feel that uh, the the, the, uh, the uniforms are really expensive, they will be able to go in there and get um, uniforms from the secondhand store. Uh, they are also working on something where parents can um, give in uniforms that are too small for their child and swap them for uniforms um, that would fit their child at this particular stage. So we, we're not doing away with uniform. Um, we're still a school. We still need to act as a school, um, but tracksuits will be allowed. And, um, and yeah, our, our, sec uh, our, our uniform uh, shop will be open as well. Okay, so then I think we can encourage parents if you do have time to go through your, your cupboards and, and see what you can get through um, to the, the second-hand shop on Monday. Absolutely. Um, I just wait for uh, Nikki Vessels. She's the, the chair of the RPA. She will send out information to let parents know exactly how they can do that. Okay, so um, in the early learning center, face shields are going to be used as opposed to masks. Um, if I, for example, in high school want to wear a face shield, am I allowed to do so? And if so, must I still wear a, a mask above and beyond that? Okay, so everything we've done again is according to the protocols. Uh, the protocols that, are, uh, that have been put out by government is that when you are in a public place and a school is a public place, you have to wear a mask. So even the younger kids, when they come to school, uh, they will have to wear a mask until they get into the early learning center. And then in the early learning center, they will be given their face screens, which are attached to little hats because they'll also spend a lot of time outside um, in the sun, you know, so they'll be having those. Now, you can bring anything to school that you want, but you have to arrive to school in a mask. Okay. Um, that is that, you know, we, we don't have a, a choice on that. But when you get into the classroom, you can then remove the mask and you can put, um, you know, uh, the, the, the screen, the face screen on and use that. As soon as you go outside again, you need to put the mask back on again. So, yeah, for, for younger children, the only thing as the school, we had to make a decision. We couldn't, you know, we didn't have time to ask every single parent what they wanted. So every child will get two masks when they arrive to school. Should you want to wear any other or get any other, uh, you know, uh, uh, PPEs, um, you can absolutely do that. But parents would have to buy that um, themselves. Okay, cool. Um, another question coming in, I would like to know if parents can walk junior prep children into their classes as well as collect them from the classes. Okay, so there is, there is no discussion over that. You may absolutely not bring your child into the classrooms. You have to understand, we have even asked our external sports teachers, external music teachers, external, um, anybody that, that used to work at the school that comes in and out, they cannot come onto the campus. You cannot keep a... Uh, an area safe if you're allowing people in and out whenever they want to arrive. Um, so no, um, please understand uh, for parents who would like to do that, if they come onto the campus, every extra person coming on is a potential bringing on the, you know, is potentially bringing the virus onto the campus. In the early learning center, definitely the teachers will be waiting at the gates. They will take the children at the gates 
And if your child is really scared or et cetera, a teacher or a, a, a caregiver will remain behind and try and get your child ready to be able to come back into the school. So I'm of the understanding that temperature will be taken as you get out the car. So as you get out the car and you get to the gate, so as you get out the car, you stand in the lines. Um, they're all, uh, there are There is tape on the floor, one and a half meters apart. You stand in the line as the person in front of you moves, so the whole line moves forward. When you get to the gate, your temperature is taken. Um, if your temperature is seen to be, um, you know, um, that you have a temperature and that we are concerned, we move you out of the line, we take your temperature again. But should we feel that, you know, it is um, that, that you have a temperature, then we will send you home. Um, now, mainly for parents, again, the problem with the protocols, they state that if you are sent home because you've got a high temperature, etc., you will have to then wait until you get a test done to show that you don't have the virus. That means these can take up to two weeks. Our strong suggestion, especially if you're coming to school on a Monday and you're only coming again on a Thursday, if your child wakes up and you've taken their temperature and the temperature is high or they're not feeling well, Stay at home for that one day because by the next day, if you're feeling better again and you come to school and you don't have a high temperature, you won't have to go into quarantine. So we are asking parents to do the necessary temperature taking in the mornings before we even have to do that. So when the school does take the temperature, will parents be asked to wait behind in case the children uh, or, 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 or child has a high temperature? Okay, so again, that's a difficult one because there's not always that much parking space. Um, for parents who are dropping off in the high school, there is parking space at the bottom uh, down by uh, the AstroTurf. You could hang around if you wanted to, but if you have taken your child's temperature and their temperature is low, um, there shouldn't be a case that you have to hang around. If you're a little bit worried and your kid's not feeling too well and you've taken the chance of bringing them to school, then yes, hang around uh, until until your child's in school. Okay. Um, and then if if a, a parent has a child that has two different drop-off times, can you drop off both kids together? So that was all in our documentation. Siblings can absolutely come at the same time. So Thomas, if you and I were siblings and I started at 7.30 and you started at 8.30, you would be allowed to arrive at 7.30 with me. If you're in the high school, you'd be able to go to Len Miller and you'd be able to sit there and do homework until your class starts. Um, I would then, because I finish early, if I was in grade seven or eight, I could then go to Len Miller and do some homework and wait for you to finish. So we could then be dropped at the same time and collected at the same time. But no one else will be given that benefit. If you are, you know, if it's just you and you're a single kid, you cannot arrive whenever you want. You have to arrive at your allocated time. And please, to all the parents, it doesn't matter where you live. If you've got a, if you've got a kindergarten kid and you live right outside Summit, you have to take your child to the pre-prep entrance. Okay. It's really important to go in the entrance that you've been allocated. Uh, pay, pay, uh, question coming in from Ms. Moilwa. Um, please ask Mr. Dressy how parents are to pick up work for children not coming to school, given that no parents are allowed on campus. I assume this is all going to be done online, so they would receive it electronically. Okay, so the only work that is that we've said, the kids in grade from grade one upwards, all right, all of their work is being done online and it's being given online. So that that question I would imagine is for if you are in 
kg1 2 or grade naught you have the option of getting any work that's being sent home online or after the last group has come into the school you would then be able to arrive to the early learning center and the pack that is waiting for you will then be given to you um you you'll be able to either come in or the receptionist will bring it to you at the gate Okay. So moving on to online learning, obviously students were, and, and parents were given the option between coming back to school and um, online learning. Will pay, uh, a fee-paying parents, um, as, sorry, apologies, as a fee-paying parent, will our children receive adequate support and content from online learning? Okay, so now we're talking about all the different grades. Let me talk quickly about the high school. Um, if you're coming into school, we work on a program that is either called um, um, a flipped learning model. So I'll give you an example of a flipped learning model. Uh, on Monday, I get work sent to me. Um, I work through that on a Monday. I do all the videos. I watch the videos. I do the readings. I do whatever homework is needed. And then I come to school on a Tuesday and my teacher then goes through all of that work with me and also explains difficult concepts to me. If I'm in grade 11 and 12, I then come to school on a Wednesday and I write assessments. Uh, on a Thursday, I stay at home, I do more homework, I do work that's been given to me online, and then on a Friday, I come to school and I work through it with my teacher in the class. Um, and then on a Saturday morning, I might come in for assessments. If I am in prep school, then yes, you do the same type of thing. You work on that flipped learning model where you get work to do at home, you then come into school, you go through it. On a Wednesday, you do online work in terms of your arts and culture. Again, all explained, I think, quite clearly in the document that we've been given. And then obviously in kindergarten one, two, and three, you have the option of coming to school every single day. Um, so yes, we are 100% sure that you will be given all the work that is required. Um, please remember again for kindergarten, KG one, two, and three, unless you have a comorbidity that really precludes you from being at school, um, we are not looking at giving at, 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 at kind of any rebates or refunds because you have the ability now to come to school. Okay, so this is a decision that you as a parent has to make. You have the ability to come to school. You can come to school. If you choose to stay at home and be online, we will do the best that we can for you. If you have a comorbidity that precludes you from coming to school because you have a bad asthma, etc., please be in touch with us and we will see what we can do for you. Okay, so uh, a question that's coming in now, what will um, grade, uh, it says specifically grade 10s here, but, but I'm sure it, it applies to many other grades, do on a Wednesday? So grade 10s on a Wednesday, they will be able, to, it's, it's, a, it's a home, okay, up until grade uh, 6, um, there is a program online for you, which is your arts and culture program. So you will be able to do all your arts and culture programs on a Wednesday online because you won't do that on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. Those days will be mainly um, to do with numeracy and literacy. Um, in 7 to 10, um, that will be your opportunity again to work at home, but it will also be your opportunity to get in touch with teachers. Here again, we're putting that onus onto you to be able to contact teachers, to ask them when they have moments where they are free so that you can then set up a Zoom or a Google Hangouts and that you can meet with your, with your teacher. 
We're joined by Mr. Jurassic live in studio. I just, I, I, in our virtual studio, um, the, the amount of, you know, o- overwhelming supportive feedback is is just flying in. I just want to read some of them. The values, ethos, and integrity of the Red Hill School heads and executive is commendable. The teachers in the school have gone above and beyond to ensure a smooth online learning environment for the children. Mr. Jurassic embodies the true values of a genuine um, leadership in these trying times. He has gone above and beyond to try and stay calm. I mean, I mean, it's just, there's so much to read. I've got something that I'm going to play for you after news. But please keep sending in your questions to us. We we are getting through them as best as we can. Right now, though, we're going to go into our news with Genevieve. Okay, so the questions keep flooding in. But I thought right now I could do a a, a bit of a a quick fire because I know some of these have been answered previously. Um, A a parent asking um, if there are going to be any discount or reduction to school fees. Okay, so once again, uh, as I said, we've answered that question. We we made it very clear that it takes time to see if there has been any savings at the school. And we promised the school community that we would absolutely get back to them at the end of July, depending on how, if we've made any savings. I do want parents to understand out there that 75% of our budget goes to paying teachers. I also want to make it mentioned that our teaching staff, and I read an article today talking about it as well, our teaching staff have had no break since the December holidays. They have worked 24 seven. They were thrown into online learning. Um, I, I have to just, a shout out to my staff and to all the teachers out there. I, I've never seen staff work as hard as they have to ensure that online learning programs are being uh, are, are out there, that they're getting ready to come back to school. Um, there are times when I, I don't know how our staff continue to actually function. So there is no way that I'm looking at this moment at reducing um, my my st- my staff and my staff's um, salaries. Um, and there are a whole lot of other things that are you know costing money. But we will absolutely look at doing whatever kind of rebates we can at the end of July. Uh, Once again, as I've said in every letter, if there are parents who can show that because of the coronavirus, they have lost income, we have made a plan to help those parents out and they must get hold of Mr. Grunefeldt, who is our um, uh, finance manager, and um, he will be able to discuss that with you. Yeah, I think there's a, a lot of thanks to go out to the teachers. A parent coming in saying, Dear Radial Teachers, thank you so much for your effort and what you have gone through to ensure that our children have felt safe and engaged through the lockdown. They have learnt new skills and contributed to learn more and in this difficult time, you have really taken it on. Please take some time to reflect on what changes have had to be made and we have all responded. Thank you very much. So, Mr. Dressy, I wanted to move on to the matrix. Um, they are wanting to know um, let me pull up the exact question. Due to the fact Matrix lost out on April's intensive week, obviously due to lockdown, will the Matrix be having an intensive week later at some point? Okay, so uh, you know, yesterday I went on with all the Matrix representatives. We had a, uh, a really good um, uh, Zoom meeting and, um, and we had a really good discussion there. And um, they will be feeding back a lot of the answers to the matric groups, which is really exciting. 
So um, in answering those questions, you've got to understand, and uh, uh, you know, the weeks that they have that are extensive weeks were just weeks where they were at school more than the rest of the students, right? Um, those weeks are going to continue. So when we go into that, that week in August, they will continue to have that week. It just means because we've lost time, other students will be at school as well. But matric students should have absolutely no anxiety whatsoever in terms of finishing curriculum, in terms of making sure that they are fully prepared for whatever exams happen. Um, I don't think anybody's going to be going on holiday in August. Our teachers are available not only in August, but also in the two-week break that they're having now so that they can, are they there to assist uh, students? And if we have to come back during one or two weeks in August, we will do that. But um, the school community, I think, have learned to trust Red Hill with education. Our results have been outstanding, and there is nothing, uh, you know, for anyone to feel that they will not be exactly the same uh, this particular year. So, yeah, the, the, the matrix are, are flooding through with questions. Um, also wanting to know if they'll be able to work in the art studio over the weekends. I assume not. So, yeah, and, and let me explain why. Uh, no student can be on a campus without there being a teacher there to ensure that social distancing takes place. So, yes, if there is a teacher who is willing to be on the campus at a particular time on the weekend to um, ensure that there's social distancing, yes, we will make a plan for that. Okay. Um, also, for... 10, 11, and, and 12 students, um, I assume in your in your communication that's going to be coming out later this evening, um, there will be clarification around eight subjects. Mm. So the eight subjects will continue in the afternoons um, as they had done before. Um, they will either be online or at school. I have to remember now, actually, in fact, I think we've left it on school now for the kids that are coming into school. Um, for those that are not coming to school, they would then work with their teachers online, but eight subjects will continue. Um, all the new timetables have been put into the documentation that will come out. Okay, um, moving along, uh, will all teachers be tested for the virus um, before return on Monday? Or if a teacher is suspected of having coronavirus, will they also be um, required to get a test? So in the same way as not every child was required to do a test to come into the school, not every teacher has had to do a test. We have, um, we have relied on, um, on honesty and integrity. Every child had to fill in, uh, parents know, uh, they had to fill in where they had been, had they been in contact with anyone with the virus. Um, our teachers have been asked and have been given an extensive medical uh, form to fill in where they have told us um, and they've given us all the information. Any of our teachers who in any way, um, you know, that we've seen might, might not be able to come onto the campus. We have asked for doctor certificates to make sure that they can come on the campus. And there will be a couple of teachers that unfortunately, um, due to no fault of their own, will not be able to come onto the campus because either they have a comorbidity and, and cannot be and, and are not allowed onto the campus. And we've had to make changes around that. And uh, Thomas, what I need to say to the, to the public out there, um, uh, to the radio community, you know what, when you arrive to school on Monday, is everything going to work smoothly? No. Are you going to arrive to all your classes? Are there not going to be timetable clashes? Um, are you going to be waiting in a line longer than you thought you might have? There are going to be a whole lot of issues. Are parents going to be upset when they arrive to school? Yeah, they're going to be upset because something will take longer than they expected. In my videos out to students today, you will see I talk a lot about two important things. I talk about being honest and being caring. 
Again, in order for us to get through this, we need to be honest with the school. Parents need to be honest. We need to know if children are ill. But more importantly, we need to be kind and we need to be understanding of one another. Please understand that uh, for parents, that children out there um, take their response from their parents. They will be hyper anxious if their parents are hyper anxious. They will become rude and insolent if parents are rude and insolent. Um, this is a time of learning from adults and learning how to do things from our adults. Um, and when you come in and the guards ask you to move somewhere or they ask you to do something, please don't get upset with them. Please at all times understand that our guards are putting their lives at risk and their health at risk. We need to be kind to them because they have a job that they have to do. When our cleaners ask you not to be in classrooms at break because they're coming in to clean, don't give them a hard time. When there are things that happen with the school, don't automatically um, imagine that the school has done something wrong. Rather ask a question and ask us to look into it. The, the nicer you ask the questions, the more time we will take to try and solve the situation. And most importantly, if you don't get an answer that you like, um, accept that we can't give everybody what they want. Um, we are doing our best at a very difficult time. And, and to those parents who have acknowledged it and have sent in those incredible letters that I've read and that I've seen you read out, you do not understand how much we as a school, specifically my teaching staff, appreciate that one-liner even just to say, thank you so much for giving of your time for being there to help my kid, for caring about my child. A boost like that, you know, gets our teachers up and, and motivated. Um, and if you, if, for those parents who ask, what can we do for the school? The school is dealing with, with, with the operations of the school. Just be supportive of the teaching staff um, and just be kind uh, and loving in the way you deal with people. So speaking of the teacher and the staff at the school, our secretary of the SRC in the high school, but this is on behalf of all of the students. Um, she's made this little thing, and I, th I think it's, it's the perfect time to play it. Um, this goes out to all our teachers um, from the student body. Thank you to the teachers. We love and appreciate you. Thank you to all of our teachers for your dedication and commitment. Thank you. Thank you, and we really appreciate everything you do for us. Thank you, we love and appreciate you. Without teachers, life would have no class. And I just really want to say thank you to the teachers. We really love and appreciate you. A huge thank you to all of our teachers, especially Miss Prate, who's my mentor. She's been such a help and so supportive throughout this entire time. Also, a huge thank you to all of the ground staff who have been working nonstop to ensure a safe arrival for all of us. Thank you. We love and appreciate you. To our Red Hill teachers and our mentors, we'd like to thank you for all of your hard work. We know that there's a lot more time than just the normal school there. I don't believe any other school and any other teachers would have been able to do what the Red Hill teachers have done for us um, and making sure that we as students don't lose out on the level of education that we have. We love and appreciate you to our teachers. We love and thank our teachers so much for taking the time to support us. Thank you. Thank you to all the teachers who have been working tirelessly throughout this whole month. We love and appreciate you very much. We love and appreciate you. I want to thank all of our teachers 
for all the work they've been doing for us during these tough times. The Red Hill community appreciates every single one of you. Once again, thank you so much. Thank you so much to the most incredible teachers for being truly understanding and being very organized during this difficult period. We love and appreciate you so, so much. A teacher plants the seeds of knowledge, sprinkles them with love, and patiently nurtures their growth to produce tomorrow's dreams. On behalf of our Red Hill student body, I want to thank all our hardworking staff members, management teams, ground staff, and Mr. Jurassi for your tireless efforts to create alternative means for us to continue learning during this pandemic. From us scholars, a heartfelt and massive thank you. Uh, I, oh, I don't... That, was, that was absolutely amazing, Thomas. I, I know that the staff <clears throat> that are, are listening into this really, really appreciate that. When I, when I talk to the staff, the first thing they say to me about coming back, it, it's amazing. Um, I talk to staff and I ask them, how do they feel about coming back? And I, I'm kind of expecting I'm a little bit scared. I don't know what to expect. I'm worried about the virus. I haven't had one of those. All I've had was I can't wait to see my students. Um, and that just shows you what an incredible community we have at Red Hill. Um, that appreciation from our students means a lot. And from me, on behalf of all of our students, we love you all. And we can't wait to be able to see you in our classrooms or to continue supporting you online. Uh, thank you very much for that. I want all privately owned radios to be immediately impounded. For the students, by the students. They might be used to issue instructions to saboteurs. Red Radio. Oh Okay, so we are not going to uh, disregard any questions, and they are still coming through. Um, can students wear buffs? Can students wear buffs? Yeah. What is a buff? Um, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen, like, fishing, like, people wear buffs. <laughs> um, look, look, if it's something that they're using, I don't know, to be, is it for, to, for warmth? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm not too sure. I just know it's a piece of, piece of cloth, that you, stretchy cloth that you put over your face. and Yeah, yeah. You, in terms of instead of a mask. Instead of a mask, yeah. Sure, I don't know. I'd have to ask Mrs. Kirsch that. If, if, it, if, it, if it's part of the regulations and it, it allows you to protect yourself and protect others, then, then go for it. Uh, maybe we'll just have to deal with that on Monday when I see Mrs. Kirsch. Um, yeah. Okay. And I, I know you probably haven't gotten to this yet, but if by the time exams roll around for grade 11s and 12s, if a student is still not coming back to school, by that point, will they have to come back to school to write an exam? Look, for matrix, they would absolutely have to. There's no doubt about that, because as long as the minister has said that, you know, matrix students uh, can go back to school, um, and as long as the IB um, is now requesting um, common core assessment tasks to be done, then yes, they would have to be. They would have to come in in matric definitely. Um, obviously, it helps if if grade elevens are coming in because we use a lot of that work towards matric. Uh, what I would say is, you know, once again, for students who do have underlying uh, um, health conditions that make it unsafe, please let your grade head know, and we will make sure that you come in at a particular time. Um, where there are not other students around uh, and that we can make sure that you are as protected as possible. But no, we 
We cannot do online assessments because there's no way of verifying that those assessments are accurate. Um, will 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 we be allowed to to bring cell phones to school? So you you, you know what? I, I, again, uh, it's one of those things. If I bring sandy tunnels, some people like it, and others don't like it. If I say bring cell phones, some people will say yes, some people will say no. Look, at the end of the day, we've all got to just be. Uh, we use got we got to use common sense. If I bring a cell phone to school, um, you know, and I've cleaned it at home and I've made sure that I've used you know the the correct cleaning method, then it's okay. Um, and if I'm a student and I don't want to get sick and I'm I'm worried about it being dirty, then don't go and touch somebody else's uh, cell phone. Don't touch anything of anybody else's. Right? If you're going to want to be as safe as you can, stay stick to yourself. Keep your hands to yourself. Don't touch anything that's not yours. Well, there we have it. Um, I, I, I think we've gotten to all the questions. If we haven't, um, there is going to be the communication coming out this evening. So you can definitely stay for that one. Um, many of these questions we have um, you know, answered previously about matric dance and so forth. Uh, not no clear stance on, on that yet. Um, so we, we will definitely, um, as those you know, things come available, it will be released by the school. Mr. Jurassic, I think, you know, from the student body, from the parents, Red Hill has honestly taken it on themselves and gone above and beyond. I mean, the amount of times that I've chatted to to, to some people within my school and siblings that go to different schools, Red Hill has honestly handled this much, much better than, than many, many other schools. And, and, I, and I think, you know, we have to commend you. We have to commend Mrs. A, Mrs. Kissack, Mrs. Pilkington Williams, um, all the teachers at Red Hill for, for truly, truly incredibly having, you know, our best interests at heart. And, and I think, you know, we, we, we definitely thank you for that one. No, Thomas, I appreciate that. Uh, the one person that I would like to thank more than anyone else is Mrs. Kush. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Mrs. Kirsch is not in the forefront of things. She's not ahead of school, but that entire operations, the health and safety of that campus um, lies completely in her hands um, with her team. Um, so to her, to Johan, you know, to, to all the people that work to ensure that we are safe at school, that educators are safe, um, I'd like to also thank them as much as I I thank the, the teaching staff, to all the administration out there. They've done a good job. And, you know, when you're saying what you're saying, it, it is true. We are the only school that I know of where all students are going to be given the opportunity to come back to school. And that has been a mammoth task. Mm. Um, and for every parent that, you know, wants to know why we didn't do it in a different way, I want you to try and imagine what it might be like to bring back uh, a full campus of 1,350-odd students giving everyone the opportunity to get back to school. It's been mammoth, but with the help of all of our staff, our admin staff, um, our, our academic staff, the support of the vast majority of our parents and the love shown by our students, we will get through this. And I'm really looking forward to Monday. Brilliant. Thank you so much to Mr. Jurassi. We have just gotten confirmation that no buffs are allowed to be worn. Um, it is not. <laughs> Mrs. Um, Kirsch must have been listening to this this this, this uh, broadcast. <laughs> well, there we have it. Thank you so much for joining us. Coming up on Red Radio, we have Tucky and myself. We're going to be chatting to the Unfiltered Youth Team, which is going to be absolutely, absolutely incredible. Um, yeah, we will be back in two weeks' time with you, Mr. Jurassic, for our next update. So definitely looking forward to that one. Thank you for tuning in. Um, and yeah, stay stay tuned. Stay with us.